0: it's the radio guy mike prince welcome to another episode of the mike prince show we have a special special treat just for you today And I can't wait to get into it, but I want to remind you, our social media handles, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are at The Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is Open Mike Broadcast Network, and our 24-hour dial-in message line, 713-570-6736. Without any further delay, we're going to jump right into this one. I cannot wait. It all starts off tonight at 630, and I am joined by a couple of harassers. But harasses in a good way. Harasses in a good way. They are representing the JSUV I Love, none other than Brother Charles Bishop and Sonja Stamps. How you guys doing today? How you doing, Dr. Prince? I'm doing great, hey, sir. I'm doing well. Oh, oh, hey. How you, Sonja? Yes.
2: I am well, Michael. You Thank you yourself. well?
0: Okay, well, good. Great. For those of you who join in with <laughs> us and listen today, you know Sonja Stamps is a regular here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Brother Charles uh, with the sports, you know the title, man. Give me that title. Yes, Dr. Uh,
1: Bills inside the HBCU Sports Lab every
0: Tuesday, 6 to 7, uh, KCOH Radio. KCOH Radio. Well, look, guys, it is, as Sam Cook says, it's been a mm-hmm. long time coming, Uh big matchup. Thursday night matchup, premium matchup between mm-hmm. Jackson State and Prairie View. Um, Sandra, we're going to allow our guests to come on in and join with us on today. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and um, give your spiel, man, on what are your prognosis of this thing coming up. I know you guys uh, are JSU alum and supporters, um, and I'm not going to steal any more thunder. I'm going to let you all express how you've been feeling about your season thus far.
2: <laughs>
1: well, like, I have to be honest. It, it has been a, a tough, tough season for, for Jackson State. Uh, they've been a bit of an enigma, if you will. Uh, they have looked good in fits and spurts, but uh, when it's been bad, it has been kind of bad. So uh, the huge win last week against Mississippi Valley, uh, getting that win and overtime to kind of get the, uh, the proverbial uh, monkey off the back. But uh, it's been a tough few weeks for Jackson State, and it seems as though. Uh, they're trying to find some things, uh, um, trying to run the football a little bit more. But uh, I tell you what, it's it's been a tough go, especially as quarterback position. this.
0: Okay, Sandra, what's your spiel? I know what your spiel is, but go ahead and we'll give you a chance uh, to 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 jump on in on this.
2: Well, um, just to piggyback off what Charles said, you know what he's saying is absolutely true. It's been some Rough patches, um, as you, you and I spoke on last week, Mike, regarding um, the penalties that Jackson State and you have been um, dealing with. Looks like they made some adjustments on Saturday. Uh, we had a little touch and go at the beginning of the first half due to Quincy Casey coming in as quarterback, which I told you I didn't think that was a good idea. Um, bringing Ponder in, you know, turn things around for us, and um, we won it. We won it through in overtime. So. I'm hoping they um, continue making
0: adjustments and beat your beloved pair of you. <laughs> Notice I didn't say oh, anything. I didn't say anything like yeah, I, that. I, I, I
2: noticed, I noticed
1: <laughs> the silence. I noticed the silence. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hello.
0: Yeah, you yeah, say, you, you know. We, we... <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's all good now. You just brought up Sandra about the quarterbacking situation. It's, it's been an obvious concern for Tiger Nation. It, Absolutely, and. I personally, and I want to get your uh, feedback on this, Charles, I personally believe that Ponder at this point gives you the best chance of winning. What do you think about that?
1: Um, I think Ponder probably at this point in the season probably does give you your best chance at winning. But I, I think a little bit of it is the sort of uh, system that Jackson State wants to run, I, I think Ponder's skill set doesn't quite fix that sort of RPO game that they, they try uh, to run with Ed Jackson State and he, because he's just not a one option uh, in terms of what they're trying to do. So uh, the other two quarterbacks behind him, Jalen Jones and Quincy Casey, probably give you more on the run side, but Ponder definitively gives you more within the passing game. I mean, when you take a look, he's thrown for uh, over 1,000 yards this year and 11 touchdowns. So uh, I think at this point in the season, you probably do need to kind of shade yourself toward Derek Ponder.
0: Well, I give you a counter, to the run option pass and that is called play action if you establish yeah, so. if you establish a solid run game that gives you the same advantage of the run pass option to a degree because what you want to do is you want to be able to draw in the middle and right now in your opening statements looking at the stats Jackson State has been doing that of late, running the ball more. And we all know the way that you have the best success against Prairie View this season has been to run right at them, which crowds people in the box, could set up play action, which could fit right into the skill set of a ponder.
1: Yeah, and, and when you take a look at it, I, it's going to be incumbent upon Jackson State to really establish their running game. And, we, and you talk about an embarrassment of riches Uh, for Jackson State's record to be what it is, they really do have a stable of running backs. They have uh, Mm -hmm. Jordan Johnson. They have uh, Keyshawn Harper. Uh, They had a new uh, uh, new man come out last week, Kimani Clark. So, I mean, they they do have an embarrassment of riches uh, at running back, and it's going to be incumbent upon the Tigers to really kind of establish that run game. And like you said, it opens up so much more. You're able to play action out of it. And you might get some shots downfield, especially uh, with a speed merchant like D.D.
0: Bowie for Jackson State. OK, now we're speaking right now with Charles Bishop and Miss Sonja Stamps. We're talking about this, this Jackson. We're going to get on Prairie View in just a moment because I, I have mm-hmm. some um, concerns. I'll put it like that when it comes to Prairie View mm-hmm. and the rest of the season. But when you when you look at this on paper, your record shouldn't be what it is on paper.
1: Yeah, on paper, uh, the record should not be what it is, like I said. And it's it's sort of a, an enigma team. There is a tremendous amount of talent, on, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball for Jackson mm-hmm. State, uh, when you talk about uh, the stable of running backs, Ty Montgomery, Jordan Johnson, uh, Keyshawn Harper, and Kamani Clark. And they also have a very good skill set uh, with the receivers, uh, with the uh, gentlemen that they have their receivers out. Before I mentioned mm-hmm. Uh, is a tremendous receiver for Jackson State, but for whatever reason, it has just not come together Uh, and it's been another disappointing season from an offensive
0: standpoint for the Tigers. Okay, I asked Sonya this question uh, last week and Sonya, you can't can't nudge nor interfere on this part right now. I'm not saying a word. He has to answer on his own. (laughs) With the way things have unfolded right now at this point of your season, if John Hendricks is to win out the rest of his season, do you bring him back for year number two? I think stability more than anything
1: is what Jackson State needs. And uh I, I think when you take a look at the turnover uh since uh the departure of Rick Comedy. When you take a look oh, at Oh he uh, said Jackson,
0: it he said it. Oh yeah,
1: yeah yeah. He I, I have said no problem. I have I have no problem with it but I mean I mean the proof is in the was in the record. I mean uh, they've kind of done a one eighty since the departure of Rick Comedy. Uh but uh, you take a look at Harold Jackson, the Tony Hughes, uh to John Hendrick. I think more than anything and, and 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 the Jackson State fan base really deserves uh to have a little bit of stability there at the head coaching position and and for uh Coach Hendrick to uh, build a program if uh it is in a a trajectory that uh we all would like to see. Now that, that everything kind of comes unraveled. Things aren't in the trajectory in terms of what you would like to see, but uh, I think it's very important that Jackson State kind of get on a roll, especially about this part
0: in the season, uh, if uh, for the future of John Henry. Now, second part of that question, I'm assuming that first part was a yes. If he loses the rest of the games, or say he loses two out of the five games remaining, or he only wins two out of five games remaining, Mm-hmm. Does he have that same stability?
1: Uh, it will be tough. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, Jackson State fan base is a very tough, tough fan base. And you know this uh, with uh, a, a programs that sort of have that, that pedigree, uh, like your grandmas, your Southerners, uh, your Jackson State. Hey, the standard is the standard. So you have to put something together now if you're trying to, uh, you know, uh, encourage stability within the program. And like I said, it depends upon the play. I think uh, you want Jackson State to start going in the upper trajectory. But if the play is not dictating that, you know, I I, I don't have, per se, an issue with whatever changes that uh, uh, Ashley Robinson uh, might need to make.
0: OK, OK, well, I'm not going you know, and I get accused a lot. You know, you and I have spoken, Charles, Sonja and I have spoken. I don't ask for nobody to get fired from their jobs. They say, no, but, not at all. Right. But not at all. I do present the facts. And if you know you're not doing what we brought you here for, I didn't bring you in to look cute on the sidelines and be color coordinated. And we came kicked. kick a paper bag <laughs> free in the middle of a hurricane. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm that's not what you're there for. You're there to win games.
2: But well, let me interject now. Like I like I said on last week, so Charles did agree with me on the first part of the question. However, like I said last week, he inherited a mess. So it's not like Jackson State went to the championship or we made it to the playoffs last year, the last couple of years. He inherited a mess. And you have to give him time to develop a program and because the, the pieces are there the players I think we have a, a, a great bunch of players it's just been the coaching has been really it, 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 it just hadn't been where it needs to be
1: I, I honestly believe that the, the talent level has gotten better at Jackson say and I, I kind of agree with signus want to get some stability
0: okay um what do you guys believe since you're both agreeing that you know stability is the key how much time is ample time to allow hendrix the opportunity to turn this thing around
1: uh that's a sort of a nuanced question mike because um i i think the play kind of dictates uh the time uh, i think you know if you're if and and and, and every fan base kind of knows you know what is uh uh, good game management and things of that nature. In State, uh, I have to say uh, I'm, I'm very complimentary of the fan base. Not only are they passionate, but they're extremely smart. And if and if they look and see that the product is not, you know, where it should be, and they're very cognizant of of game management, game situations, and and what should be done when, I, you know, those are the things that you kind of have to take a look at in terms of uh, where this program is. Are, are you doing the small things that are helping you get to the win column or doing the small things that are helping you get to the loss column. So those are the type of things that dictate uh, the, the time that a coach has.
0: Man, you know what? I couldn't ask you a better scenario question. Uh, there's no secret that I'm very open about uh, my beloved Panthers. I'm very open and opinionated about things that, that I see operational and things that I have questions with. And I believe expectations, if they're realistic, should be expected, you know, of a fan base, of a of an alumni base, of a financial supporter base, and as a broadcaster base. Which mm-hmm. leads me to my beloved Prairie View. I mm-hmm. think that, that Prairie View has been underachieving. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really I really believe that I and I, you know, go back and forth with Sonja about this every week. Pound for pound, there's not a, another talented squad in this conference outside the conference when it comes to Prairie View. Okay. But I guess
1: the question becomes, Mike, is, is it is it just a, a matter of, of 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 when, not if, uh, in terms of uh, when Prairie View is able to break through? I I, I agree with you. They've been uh, pound for pound one of the best teams in the SWAC over probably the past. Five or so years. And I think Dr. Bill and I talked one night about uh, just where Prairie View is within uh, the win-loss record. They're, they're right up there with everybody else. But the Achilles Hill uh, was once grammar. And now the Achilles Hill kind of looks to be Southern. So, but I still think uh, as a program the
0: trajectory is in the right place. Trajectory works just like perception and reality. Mm. Your reality is only my perception until you've bye bye. been on that side. See, and, and here's what everybody looks at. When outside, and if winning is not important, I'm listening to two JSU uh, loyal supporters. If winning is not important, if it's not important, A, why do we keep a record? If winning's okay. not important. Mm-hmm. If winning is not important, why do we keep a score? If, no doubt about that. If winning is not important, why do we recruit? If, I would say winning, winning is always important.
1: But I, I think some of the things that I, I kind of take a look at uh, is, like I said, uh, where are where where are you within the, the the nuanced part of the game? Are are you making uh, are, do you have enough talent or are you making bad game management decisions? And those are those are the sorts of the sorts of things that kind of uh, for me uh, kind of change the, the calculus, if you if you will,
0: in terms of uh, the perception of where you are as a program. Yes, sir. And 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 just for a moment, we're going we're going to hit we're gonna, not going to hit the brakes. We're going to bump the brakes yeah. just for a minute. Prime example is the game you guys played this past week against Mississippi Valley. Mm -hmm. Would you agree that Mississippi Valley lost that game versus you all beating them?
1: I would agree with that.
0: Okay, Uh, so so the perception is you won the game, Mm -hmm. but the reality is Mississippi Valley lost that game.
1: Mississippi Valley didn't make enough mistakes to allow for Jackson State to end
0: up winning a game. Now, here is the reality. Prairie View has a very explosive offense. That's a reality. Mm -hmm. There's also a reality that the defense has yet to catch up with the offense. But we don't address that because we get so excited. Man, they scored 45 points they lost 46 to 45. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you know, you got to take, take the totality of it. The, the totality. So when, mm-hmm. when you look at that, once again, from outside looking in, see, from outside looking in, man, they got these nice facilities. I'm so proud of it and thankful for it. But facilities don't bring wins. Hmm. Now, you might get an argument on that now. <laughs> how how do you feel? How how does how, how name me one time where facilities won a ball game?
1: Facilities haven't exactly won a ball game, but facilities do bring in a better talent pool or a better a better better recruits, if you will. And officially
0: you break foot. Okay. I'm like Sam Cook now, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> It's been a long time
1: coming. It's- I understand it's been a long time coming, but I, for me, if I'm a Panther backer, I take a look at where my program is and I and I kind of say, you know, we're 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 right there. We're right there. The ball bounces here, the ball bounces there, we dispatch a grammar. The ball bounces here, the ball bounces there, we dispatch a southern and we're right where we need to be. But, you know, like you said, the per, per- perception is, you know, if I'm if I'm a, an actual Panther backer there versus the reality of me looking from the outside, and it's
0: it totally different. I get it. As a supporter, as a fan, talent means nothing without discipline. Very good point. Absolutely. And this yes. team has been challenged when it comes to discipline and self-control. This past weekend against Virginia Lynchburg. They mm. had four penalties the entire game. Prior to that, they averaged double digit penalties a game. Right. Mm. Over a hundred yards a game. And here's how I equate a hundred yards worth of penalties. That's equivalent mm. to a touchdown. If you look at the games that Prairie View lost, they've been competitive. Okay. But Because of lack of self-control, because of lack of discipline, you end up on the opposite side of the game.
1: And and Mike, to your your point, that's the difference between Alcorn and Southern and everybody else. They they have Mm -hmm. taken care of that part, the mental part of the game in terms of uh, the miscues that is
0: the difference between wins and losses. Absolutely, and and okay. and, and that's consistent. Go I,
2: my, I do have a question though. When you were saying um, the different, you know, the difference with them with the double digit penalties prior to this past game, past weekend's game. I know you said discipline, but was it just discipline on their part, or, or were adjustments made by the coaches, or what 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 actually changed?
0: What changed as far as what is concerned?
2: Go, um, for the penalties to go from double digits to single to four.
0: Well, you're playing Virginia Lynchburg. That's what changes.
2: I mean I know that I told you y'all was gonna win the game versus them anyway, but I'm saying they still could have lost if they could continue with the penalties that they if, had. If if
0: we had lost to Virginia Lynchburg, there wouldn't be no more show.
2: Just <laughs> like that we lost the Mississippi Valley last? No,
0: no, you don't hear me, Mama. Yeah.
2: You don't. No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 Mississippi Valley. Although they're struggling, this, that, and the other, they are a legitimate Division One program. they
2: are. Okay, Virginia,
0: Virginia Litchburg student body is under 400 people. Right. If Prairie View A and M University if any swag team loses to Virginia Lynchburg (laughs) you need to shut that program down. Yeah, you can go ahead and fold it up if you lose to Virginia Lynchburg. See (laughs) that to me to me Uh that you talk about the intellect as a fan. That's an insult to me as a fan to schedule Virginia Lynchburg and Edward Waters in the same year. That's an insult to me. Now, we talk about the intellect, right, of the fan base. Everybody wants to see a winner. You want to your, you put yourself up against the best possible competition. Mm-hmm. Don't give me a team, and this is no knock. You 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 work with what you have. You give them credit for showing up and putting putting out what they had to put out there. But, man, we're nobody concerned about Prairie you playing Virginia Lynchburg. Come <laughs> on, man. So that was that was definitely a homecoming gift. It, the it, it, man, it was part. It was an extension to the party. Hey, man, the party's going on over here. But if y'all want to go, it's a game across the street.
2: Hey,
0: I mean, I mean, let's be real, man. Let's be. I yeah. guarantee you. I guarantee you. Fifty percent of the people showed up, didn't even know who we were playing, and didn't even know where Virginia Lynchburg even came from. Didn't know what <laughs> conference they represent. Didn't even know what the school colors were. Didn't even know that they were the dragons. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> that'll happen. Yeah, much yeah. much good point. <laughs> okay, so I mean, to me, that's a game where you work your guys who own the red shirt bubble. You know, work out some wrinkles. And I even said last week, if you if you allow Morton and 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 uh, Tucker to play past the first half, something's wrong. Yeah, I, w- I would tend to agree with you. Yeah. You so. Go- it didn't go the way you wanted it if they're playing beyond the first half. And right, half. right. So then you have you guys coming in on Thursday night. Then mm-hmm. we have Edward Waters. Really? Well <laughs> you're tougher, Mike, I tell <laughs> you. I'm I'm okay. <laughs> okay. No, here, here's, a, here's a reality check. Here's mm-hmm. a reality check. Let's just say Right now, Prairie View is two and four overall, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it two and four? Yes, two and four. Let's say we go on a roll. Let's say we go on a roll and we win out these five games. We'll end up seven and four, right? That's the reality. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the schedule, what would the perception say?
1: Man. Well, the perception, the the, the 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 perception will be there's Edward Waters and Virginia Lynchburg, uh, but uh-huh. uh, let, me, let me throw something out there. I I will trade you your seven four for, for to get Jackson State a seven and four right now. Well, all you gotta do is schedule Virginia
2: Lynchburg, schedule for Lynchburg and Edward Waters,
0: and you're halfway home.
2: <laughs> well we it State,
0: but I mean they are a little bit better than Virginia. <sighs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah you said, y'all, y'all yeah. just cut recut that wound open, man. I Yeah <laughs> now nah, yeah, 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 Sandra did that one. I was like, Well, you know, I wasn't gonna even bring it up. That's two weeks ago. But since <laughs> I, you since you brought it up, what? I mean I,
2: I'm I'm just like I, that, is, that was embarrassing. <laughs> Period. I mean
0: that's oh, what I'm obviously. saying. So, see, I think that's what adds to it. You have more to lose as a SWAC program when you schedule these type of opponents than you do the game. You got what I'm saying? You you, yeah. you, you, lose to what uh, Western Kentucky or just whatever Kentucky it was. You lose them. You lose Kentucky State. Charles, do you remember the conversation I had? With you prior to Texas Southern playing Missouri s Oh yeah, oh yeah. I say, man. <laughs> yeah. Nah, don't, don't, don't be surprised,
1: bro. Don't and, be surprised.
0: Yeah. And, and and boom, there you go.
1: Yeah. And all my research on them was they were a a very good Division Two team, and and we've seen it this this past season, uh, especially uh, playing the uh, SIAC uh, uh, team. Jackson State lost to Kentucky State. Morehouse State, Alabama, a right down to the very last play of the game. Uh, we've seen Tuskegee beat Jackson State. So, yeah, those, you can't discount, you know, uh, uh, those games before they're played because those guys, they come out to play hard too. So.
0: No doubt about it. But mm-hmm. they're not Virginia Lynchburg and Edward what? Waters and I,
1: neither. Right.
0: You're not Virginia Lisburger, no no doubt about that. Okay. That was just like <laughs> a couple of years ago when Willie Simmons first year, they they the University of Faith out of Florida. I remember that. <laughs> 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 so Simmons Simmons kept trying to claim that that when the NCAA had stepped in and said, no, we we, Nothing. We, 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 we we Hey, I can't make this up. True story, Sonya. True story. These brothers showed up on the bus with their uniforms already on. Came in from Florida. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I remember that game. I do remember that now game. see, but once again, you can't you you can't truly measure your team by playing opponents like that.
1: You can't. Uh, yeah, that, that that is that is not how you would uh, tend to uh, you know measure your program by playing uh, teams that are obviously not at your talent.
0: Hey man, you'd have done better getting some kids off the yard, man, and put them in some <laughs> old equipment and say, "Hey, y'all, meet well, us over here." And we're going to give y'all a, a large piece of your t- choice of toppings on it. And we'll give you all some PV gear at the end of the game, and we just we need about 40 of y'all that can come out here, and if y'all don't have a kicker, we'll let y'all use our backup kicker. how oh they go? <laughs> a little sandlot football. Yeah, a little mate. sandlot football, you know, <laughs> but you all going to be organized. We're going to get y'all some matching tops and jerseys. Now, your helmets might be a little discolored because these are dummy-proof helmets, but we're going to put these on y'all, and we got the special eds and the med p- department right over here, so if anything oh. happened... They can roll you up, but you do have to sign this waiver, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? no, no. now, now I'm
1: gonna get the text from the University of Faith in Virginia, Lysburg. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> 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 right. You
2: notice I'm just kind of quiet.
0: Well, that's okay. <laughs> you know what? You know what? They're they gonna blame it on me anyway, cause it, it, Mike Prince said, "Okay, yeah, just to right. take a number, take a number. It's all good." But it's the yes, truth. It's I'm true. talking with Charles Bishop and Sonja Stamps of JSU. The I love. Let's get back on course with this game, man. Y'all had me all around the mulberry Bush and everything. In order for Jackson State to win against Prairie View on Thursday night, what's going to have to take place?
1: Uh, they got to establish a running game. They've really got to uh, really keep the chains moving, kind of keep uh, Prairie View's offense off the field. Uh, Jackson State has not uh, shown the ability to stop the run this year. I think that has been their tremendous Achilles heel. The defense has just not been... Up the par, especially with regards to stopping the run. And now you have the best running back in the slack. So, uh, whatever you can do offensively, especially with that stable of running backs that you have to keep Purdue's offense off the field, that's what you got to do. You got to keep the change moving. You got to control time of possession. And those are a couple of things that Jackson State is actually pretty good at.
0: You're saying that, that Jackson State is good at handling the run game. And I think anyone who knows if there is an Achilles heel with the Panthers is how they've been responding. To the run game, so um, you would give the advantage of the run game to Jackson State or Prairie View?
1: Well, I think it's I think it's a push because Dejuan Tucker is the best running back in the swag. Uh So I, I, I honestly believe uh, in in that regard, it's a push. Uh, but for Jackson State, they cannot play behind the chain. So I think it's more imperative for them to really get their running game up and going versus I think Prairie View has the ability to kind of be both. Uh, to, to either use the one Tucker or get the ball downfield. So it's, it's very imperative for Jackson State to really get their running game up and going and really keep the change moving. Like I said, to keep putting these offense off
0: the, top of the field. Okay. So then, in regards to um, Jackson State from the defensive side, I think they have the slight advantage on the interior line, uh, a very aggressive uh, group. Uh, an
1: aggressive group, but like I said, this has been. Uh, sort of an odd year for Jackson State, especially defense, because when you think of Jackson State's DNA, uh, it's those tough defensive linemen and linebackers who really close to the ball. And Keontae Hampton is one of the best; he leads the slack in tackles. But Jackson State has really had a difficult time stopping the run. If you take a look at the statistics, they're toward the bottom. Uh, in the SWAC in terms of stopping the run. They're giving up about 238 yards a game via the run. Second in the SWAC in terms of pass defense. So if I'm Prairie you I definitely want to attack them on the ground with DeWanya Tucker. And you're talking about one of the most dynamic running backs in the SWAC. So you definitely got to
0: feed DeWanya Tucker the ball. Absolutely. And before I add my little two cents, Sanja, what are you thinking are going to be some keys to success for JSUV I love? The Three keys.
2: <laughs> um, for me is, um, I'm agreeing with, um, Charles, as far as the, the running, the running game, we have to get the timidies down and we got to stick with our quarterback. That is my, the quarterback thing is a problem for me and ponder. He needs to start with ponder and he needs to stick with them. So that that's my three.
0: Those yeah. are your three. Now, yeah. uh- now, and when I say this, man, I don't mean no disrespect to either of y'all. You know, we joke around a lot, but I honestly believe that Prairie View is the better team. I honestly believe that.
1: No, I I, I, I agree with you based on what Jackson State has been doing this yeah. uh, season. Uh, when you take a look coming into this game, uh, it, it has been a rough go uh, for Jackson State, especially uh, offensively. It has looked right. like previous years, and I think that's going to a shock. Uh, to the Jackson State fan base because uh, a lot of the fan base are really excited. Uh, uh, you had uh, the, the, the freshman transfer from the University of Florida, Jalen Jones, coming in. And we we're just really kind of excited about uh, where this offense was, was going to go this uh, year. And we, like I said, we've seen it in fifth and We've seen uh, against Tennessee State, they rush for over 350 yards. Uh, we saw it last week with Kim, Kim Yanni Clark, uh, but it has not been consistent. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I I would agree
0: with you in that regard uh, because you don't know what Jackson State you're going to get uh, tonight. Well, uh, and that's what kind of perplexes me when it comes to Prairie View. Uh, it was frustrating. Let me just say what's frustrating. I see the talent. I know what they have, but it's almost like it's like that. How do I put it? It's like if you go into a department store to go shopping, and you have $100 to spend, okay? And you go and get $125 worth of items, and you bring it up to the checkout, you already know that you got more than that you can afford, but you're hoping that maybe they'll miss it. <laughs> maybe they'll <laughs> give me a hookup or something like that. And it's like that with Preview. And I'm wondering, do I have too many expectations for Prairie View? And then I'm just letting myself down so hard when they fail to meet those expectations. Because back, back in August, back in August, I projected Prairie View to go 6-1 and one in conference. Okay? Based mm-hmm. on the talent I know that is on that team. Mm-hmm. And the only loss that I'd given them was to Alcorn. Let's just mm-hmm. be honest. All corn is all corn. And all corn is all corn. All You're corn sure. is all corn. We all agree with that. So when, when, when I look at the, the, what I know and what I see could happen and then you see the end result, which is why I say I believe they have the better team. But if they do not beat themselves and how do they beat themselves? With the excessive penalties. Yeah, You got what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, our special teams has been questionable. Block punts, missed field goals. I believe that's going to be a critical stretch down the rest of the season between winning and losing. Okay? And then, there was a concern that I had going into the Southern game. And I was hoping, and I saw it, that we didn't get too cute on our Coaching selections. And when I say I saw it, fourth down and two, you've been Mm -hmm. moving the ball, you've been aggressive on fourth down, you try a reverse flea flicker on fourth and Mm -hmm. two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those kind of things will cause you to lose games. And
1: and it goes back to the point that I was making, uh, Mike, in terms of uh, just smart fan bases. You you know game management. You know game situation. And, And sometimes see things that are off kilter. It makes you kind of question uh, everything that you try to do. Right. Trying to get the W. So uh, you know, I I
0: can definitely uh, empathize with you in that regard. Okay. Now we we got all that out. Do I have some final projected scores?
1: Uh, for Jackson State to win, uh, they're going to have to keep this score low. And uh, I'm yeah, for Jackson State to win. It's going to have to be a A
0: 24-21 game. 24-21 in favor of Jackson State?
2: 24-21
0: in favor of Jackson State. Zonja? No, 15-18 Jackson State.
2: 15-18
0: Jackson State? State. Mm -hmm. I knew it was something up with y'all, man. Two against one today, huh? Hey, we
2: had 15. <laughs> <laughs> so were you expecting me to say, Prairie View? I
0: mean, I was. Th- I was. Look, I was thinking you was gonna come with some reality versus that perception. <laughs> uh, my,
2: my <laughs>
1: my, I, I was at least me. trying to be political because what I, I, I enjoy the hospitality over there in Prairie
2: View, to State Beaten Valley, but we
0: want so <laughs> so, <laughs> so 15, 18 to 15, 24, 21. Wow. Yeah, I, I know Las
1: Vegas says uh, the 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 line on it is completely out there, but uh, you know, <laughs> I
0: and in realistic terms, I do believe it's going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. Because the, I believe Jackson is physical enough to keep it close. Okay, but I think the, the high powered offense is going to prevail itself. Yeah, and, then, and like I said, that's the question. is Jackson State team, right, it's going to prevail itself, and I think, believe it or not, Purview is going to have a big passing day. I believe they're going to have a big passing day. I look for Mullins, I look for uh, uh, Wallace, yeah, and Jones, the tight end, to have some big games, and I would like to see Tucker touch the ball more in the flats on swing-outs, wheel routes and i think yes. i think it is it, just too many too many guys in those skill position not taking anything away of disrespecting but i i, I see the score being something more maybe 31 21.
1: and Mike, that is something that concerns me in terms of uh uh Prairie View's passing game because uh although jackson state they're, they're second in the slack in terms of pass defense. They do not get much pressure on the quarterback. Only nine sacks on the season, so I am pretty concerned about that.
0: Now, on the counterpart of that, if I'm Jackson State, I think you attack Prairie View with a passing game as well. Although Prairie View has a high number of sacks, uh, one of the top uh, three uh, teams in the conference when it comes to sacks, but Ponder has the capability and the skill set if given enough time that he could do some damage. I I think if I saw enough consistency
1: in the past game, I would agree with you. But I I just, to, to, to date, I have not seen enough consistency in the past game. For me, Jackson State has got to run the ball. They've got to show that physicalness that they showed against Tennessee
0: State and against the Mississippi Valley. So grind the clock, steal the win, and head back to Jackson.
1: There you go. Get back on the plane Thursday night come home
0: well if, if that <laughs> yeah, happened if they can't get off the runway i ain't gonna say i'm the reason that they playing got on flat <laughs> <laughs> No doubt about it. <laughs> look man i appreciate you joining in with us charles man uh drop the information on how people can get in contact with you man and, and listen to some of the work you're putting in yes you can always uh
1: well actually you can hear me uh, Saturday. I'm a sideline reporter for Texas Southern University uh, with uh, Larry Chattabock-Hale and Devin Wade. Uh, you can also hear me every Tuesday on uh, Dr. Bill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab, KCOH Radio, and you can uh, always see us uh, on, on our, our Facebook page, uh, Instagram, uh, Dr. Bill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab.
0: And look, I forgot to make mention of that. He is... How, do you sit on the Texas Southern sideline when you go to play Jackson or or... Or are you not showing up for work that day?
1: Hey, you know what? It hasn't happened yet. So it'll be very interesting. I, you know what? It'll be very interesting because I do have my master's from Texas Southern University. So they are very dear and dear to my heart. My master's in sports leadership sports study so uh you know that'll be a
0: tough call that day. <laughs> well all i know is the folks that know you longest don't know nothing about that masters you got from hey, texas you know southern right. and if they see you <laughs> on the sideline in some maroon and gray talking about this is charles you're gonna get a pick up right across the head uh, is, is that I charles know. bishop in some maroon and gray what exactly. intonations <laughs> is going on with that, brother? I it's, know that is So crazy. all I hope is that your insurance is paid up when you travel back to Memorial Coliseum. How about that?
1: <laughs> How
0: about that, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we appreciate you, man. Keep doing a great job. And we'll be talking to you real soon, all right?
1: Hey, really appreciate coming on. And I thank you once again. Uh, Mike, you gave me my start, so I can never thank you enough. So I really appreciate you having me on.
0: All right, man, you be blessed, man. Love you like a fat kid, love candy. No doubt about it. All right, you be love good, you, bro. Thanks. All right, Sandra, you feel good now. You had your uh JSU reunion and all this, that and the other. You feeling I good do. now? I re-
2: that is, you know, that's my other sports mentor. I have three. You, Charles and Wesley Peterson. And um, it's always great to chop it up with him. I learned so much from you guys. And I, I'm very, actually, Charles introduced me to you. So I'm very appreciative to him um, for the hookup, <laughs> getting to know Mike Prince. And so it, 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 was, it was great. That was a good show. I, I'm, I'm thankful that I was able to be a part.
0: Well, so as Bishop, I got to blame for all this harassment <laughs> I've been getting <laughs> from you. I was trying to figure out. How did this child end up all in my whack? <laughs> no, I'm just. All the way in Jackson,
2: Mississippi.
0: No, but it's all it's all good. Hey, uh, my my mission in life is to to try to leave an impression and an imprint everywhere I go. Some appreciate it. Some don't understand it. Some just flat out don't like it, but it won't stop me from being who I am because that's all I can be until the Lord calls me in. Do you have any final thoughts and comments, Miss Lady Eagle twenty two, twenty three, whichever number might as well say 24 two.
2: No, no 24. <laughs> <laughs> um, please follow me on um, follow and like and share on my um, sports page, T Say Sports. That is on Facebook. Um I and I'll be getting on Instagram um, as well soon. But it'll be it'll be the same handle, T Shake T Sports, like and share and invite other um friends to like my page.
0: alright Thanks, hey, I Oh, see, okay. Yeah, you did say that, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, thanks to our guest on today, Brother Charles Bishop. Thank you to Miss Sandra Stamps, and thank you guys for joining in and listening with us. Don't forget, you can visit the website at obnradio.com. The YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network. want to thank our sponsors for today. Attorney Lee Van Richardson of Hempstead, Texas, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance of Waller, Texas, Diva Skin Conditioner of DivaFeet.com. That's D-I-V-A-H Feet.com. And we also want to thank the Prairie View Athletic Club serving student athletics since 1986. I've got the exit stage left, but until the next time, you guys be blessed and we'll see you on the other side.